0: Your Locked On NHL, your daily podcast on the National Hockey League. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.
1: All right, everybody, welcome to the Locked On NHL podcast. And like I said in the beginning, if you're watching over on YouTube, we're going to do a little things, uh, things a little bit different on today's Thursday Power Ranking Edition we got the three biggest awards in the NHL, and we uh, polled the hosts from the around, around the locked on NHL channel to uh, power rank the Hart, the Vesna, and the Norris. So, once again, I want to preface this by saying what you're about to see and what you're about to hear is not just Adam and I. So it's not even me. It's just
0: Chris and the rest of everybody. Comment else. appropriately.
1: Uh, you know, uh, you're gonna like some of these. You're not gonna like some of these. That's just how these things usually go. So Adam doesn't have uh, a, a dog in the fight because he chooses to uh, exclude himself from these things for reasons unknown. I'm Switzerland.
0: I, I'm just neutral
1: all the you way just down. Stay out of everything. <laughs> everything. <laughs> you're just there uh and you have a good bank account basically (laughs) um so yeah man i mean last week of the season uh we'll take stock on on our respective teams right now how how you feeling going into uh the the postseason?
0: wow i mean it has just been really a roller coaster of a month for my boys uh starting off just, just having those couple of weeks in March just not playing well and not playing at all in the beginning of April. And then the last week or so, looking like this team should have had at least 115 points, um, just beating up on everybody. They just got a big win the other night against Columbus and then dropped uh, – I think they scored 22 goals in the span of three games. Uh, so just – you know they they're ready to roll and 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 I can't wait to see how the playoffs are. I mean you guys are playing just as well I think uh it's been a really roller coaster qu- for the eds. Yeah. They you yeah. know they had a
1: four game losing streak out of nowhere and against you know team you know they lost to the Kraken as <laughs> one of them they lost to Winnipeg um you know the other two were Edmonton and Washington but <laughs> they turned it around recently they had a really good game um the other day against St. Louis who's playing well and that's the thing. Like, there's teams that are playing well right now that you want. This is when you want to start playing well is heading into the postseason. So, yeah, Minnesota's doing okay. St. Louis is doing okay. Obviously, you have Calgary doing doing their thing. Edmonton's playing very well. This is for the west side. Over on the east side, I mean, I'm looking forward to some of these matchups, potential matchups. In the East, the East is going to kick the crap out of each other for a few rounds. It's going to be that's
0: going to be some exciting seven game series that you're going to see out of the East. Yeah. I mean, that's the worry, though, I think. I mean, yeah, it is. There's there's no I don't think there's one really te- one team in the Eastern Conference that is really just singled out as the best team. I mean, every team for the first time ever has 100 plus points. Uh, which is insane. So, you know, I think really the key is, is you know, we, we were talking about this on the last episode, I think, you know, extend the series. I think it's just going to be a race to who could win the most games in, you know, four or five. I think that's really what it comes down to, which it's going to be exciting uh, yep. and, and might luck out for you guys over in the West. You know, by the time you reach a team in the in the yeah. Stanley Cup final, I think you're going to be, ho- hopefully not, but see an Eastern Conference team limping in. It's very, that, that's <laughs> had many conversations with people about that same exact
1: thing it's going to be interesting to see uh as we are recording this we're keeping an eye well we kind of know it's going to happen you know between uh vegas and blackhawks are tied right now at three and dallas is uh, they were up three to nothing on the coyotes coyotes just scored to make it three to one so you know vegas needs the total opposite of both of those things to happen (laughs) vegas has two games left dallas has two games left they need Dallas to lose both in regulation, and they need to win both in regulation. Uh, both of those things are not happening right now, so it's, it seems like the writing is on the wall for Vegas, and the NHL world is
0: rejoicing. Well, uh, me in yeah, particular. I, yeah, I was going to say for those of you <laughs> listening to this, uh, I've never seen Chris more happy uh, on this show for when he just said Herculees, that entire. Cicalees,
1: cicalees, <laughs> Um I did. I just. I. Maybe after like <clears throat> a couple years of Vegas just missing the playoffs and needing to, to you know, they can't, they know they just can't do whatever they want to do and will just come out, you know, polish a turd, but you know, at, at the end of everything <laughs> that they do, <clears throat> um, then maybe I'll back off a little bit. But no, I, especially this year with them, you know, being a glutton and going to get Jack Eichel and they had no business doing that and not really knowing how it was ever going to work. And it's not. So I am taking uh, great satisfaction in Vegas, likely missing the playoffs if these uh, events hold true. All right, so let's get to these three awards and uh, the power rankings, and we're going to start right at the top. Why wait? We're going to go right to the Hart Trophy, and uh, for each of these, we we have 10 players up for them. So you're going to see one through 10. It's not those one through three that the NHL does. So, um, if you're watching on YouTube, there you go. There is your uh, top 10 for the Hart Trophy. And I guess we'll go from the bottom up. You got Sidney Crosby at number 10, Kale McCart, at number nine, Leon Dreisidel at number eight. That is low. Caprisoff uh, at seven, Roman Yossi at six and that's interesting for reasons we'll get to later. Uh Johnny Goudreau at five, Jonathan Huberto at four, Igor Shesterkin at three, Connor McDavid at two, and Austin Matthews we have as the Hart Trophy winner. Uh We'll start with Austin Matthews. Are, are you against that in any way, shape, or form?
0: I, I have no problem with it for a 60-goal season since Steven Stamkos of my lightning. I, I mean, regardless... If you look at it, I mean, the amount of games that he's played, I mean, he is just really – he's battled through an injury all season long. He, he's, he's been dinged up the last week or so too. And, and really, I think the reason why Toronto has finished where they are in the Atlantic Division and, and really is the only reason going forward, I think, why this team will be successful if they are successful in the playoffs. So I have no problem with it. I do have a problem with some of the spots below him in terms Talk of – Talk about it. Tell me about it. A lot of people are going to get on me about this. I think Connor McDavid's too high. I I don't think um, he should be number two. I think Jonathan Huberdo should be in that spot. If you flip flop him and McDavid, I don't have a problem with this. I think Huberdo has just had a completely electric season for the Panthers this year, and I think he deserves to be awarded. Or I agree recognized in that spot I agree
1: and and I think a lot of people are going to put Connor McDavid up there for a number of reasons number one is he's Connor McDavid yeah. he always has these seasons uh, number two he set a personal uh, points total record for him um, and he still has a couple games to go so he's just going to expand on that but that's not what this award is about you know you're not handing a guy an award because he set a personal record that's impressive and good for you but this is, you know, I, I always look at in any sport, most valuable player uh, and that word value. I, yeah, I, I, I'm I'm that guy who who was the most valuable, not who had the best season, who had value to their team. Um, and I think Austin Matthews is both of those. He, yeah. he's, he's had a great season and he is by far so valuable to that team. I mean, literally, you can ask the question, take him away from that team they're good are they where they are right now good no i think you, they, they dropped down a little bit so
0: i think he's got it locked up this year especially having a 60 goal season in my opinion i mean i would i would very much be shocked if if anybody other than austin, austin matthews wins and and you made a great point you take them away and you know they are a good team i mean case in point yeah jack campbell wasn't a net but you look at the most recent game Toronto had with the Lightning eight one loss. McNa- Mc- Austin Matthews not on the on the ice, and and you mm-hmm. could see that team was all out of sorts. I mean, we've spoken about it. I think on this pod that you know that team after Matthews, what do they have? Yeah, they have Mitch Marner, and I mean he's good, but <laughs> Jonathan Tavares hasn't exactly been the player that Toronto well. signed him for. So right. yeah, he's the lifeblood of this team, and and so. Yeah, uh, I mean, I have a lot of issues we tend to see with with a lot of the awards, and we'll talk about this with the other ones as well. The NHL somehow, some sometimes, rewards players for whether it be career accomplishments, whether over the course of their career, or just you know, like you said, having a personal best season. And yeah, uh, you know, McDavid maybe later on he'll get a couple more hearts, but the same as you. Oh, sure. Um, and it's, you know, just up there at number three.
1: That's good. You don't really get goalies a ton this high up in, in the heart recently anyway. So I think that's a good spot for him, but I would, I put Hubert too two and, and I, Johnny Gaudreau is just, you know, I would say quietly having a masterful season and it wouldn't surprise me if, you know, cause they only invite three and that's yeah. going to be tough. So it wouldn't – really going to knock McDavid out of there? I There'd be an argument to be had for that, that the, the three that are the, – the finalists are Matthews, Huberto,
0: and Johnny Gaudreau, and even Shisterkin gets knocked out of there.
1: I, that wouldn't surprise me.
0: Yeah, I, I mean, I, I think you're probably right. Shisterkin, I mean, even though he's had a fantastic season and continues to play well over the last couple of weeks – I think he's not as dominant as I feel like the shine's worn off a little bit. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He he's kind of he's kind of lost his luster over the yeah. over the course of this season. And and a lot of that has to do with and I think this is why a lot of the media fell in love with him is because he was trying to score a goal anytime there was an empty net down the down down the other side of the ice. Um but he will be like the
1: Doc Gooden of goalies. Like Doc Gooden was like a great Hitter and like he hit it like a, a good amount of home runs. Yeah. Like Shisterkin will score multiple goals throughout the course of his career. I'm telling you. Like he goes for it. He's great at handling the puck and he wants he wants to do that. I feel like he could be one of those like transitional players that you're, because of him, you know, like like Doc Gooden. I'm talking about, like uh Seth Curry, just you know, with his three-point prowess. I think Igor Shisturkin is gonna be the guy where it's like sexy to shoot for the open net when you're the goalie. So what you're saying,
0: guy. so what you're saying is that the Rangers should literally adopt the two goalie system. Have your given Net and then have him kind of play back as a third defenseman <laughs> he, while also being able to score. I mean, does he have shots. to play goal?
1: Does he have I mean, c- could he be wearing the goalie get up and just play def- <laughs> on, on
0: defense? Well, I was talking uh, to someone about that earlier tonight. I mean, what is stopping an NHL team from fielding two goaltenders at at once? <laughs> <laughs> I, there's got to be a rule on that. <laughs> I, I think
1: you can only have one out there at a time. If they are wearing goalie gear, uh, one show me the time. rule. Show uh, me the rule, and uh, then we'll I'm, talk. I'm gonna look it up. I hope it's not there because that would be awesome. Uh, but who knows? So there you go. There's your heart. Uh, I think most people are on board with the Austin Matthews thing, and they're gonna get much much pushback from from people on that. But all the other ones open for discussion on on where they lie. All right. Um, We're going to hear from. Who do we have? We got Shady Rays, and then we're going to get to what? We're going to get to um, what's next? We got the Vesna. The Vesna. We'll do the Vesna. But first, where's my Shady Rays read? There we go. Shady Rays is an independent sunglasses company that gives you the features of a $200 pair of sunglasses for a fraction of the price. And that means polarized lenses, well constructed durable frames, and premium high end finishes. Also, something you won't find anywhere else is Shady Ray's Insane Protection Program. Shady Ray's includes lost and broken protection on every pair, and they will send you a brand new pair if you lose the current pair that you have, no matter what has happened to them. Give them a try, and if you don't love them, you'll pay nothing. It's as simple as that. Plus, 10 meals are donated to fight hunger in America when you shop with Shady Ray's. Exclusive for our listeners, head to ShadyRays.com. And use the promo code LOCKED ON to get 50% off two or more pairs of polarized sunglasses. That code, once again, is LOCKED ON for their best deal of the season, which is 50% off two or more pairs of Shady red sunglasses. It's backed by over 150,000 verified five star reviews. All right. So here's a uh, category that your boy has had on lockdown for a little while. But I think uh, who who's who saying who the times they are changing? was that a I think it, uh, what's Bob Dylan. was Bob Dylan right? Yeah Could that be the case? Are the times changing for the Vesna? you know your, your boy Vasilevsky has some competition now. So much so. He's not even in our top five. And if you're watching on YouTube, there you go. So you have Tristan Jari at number five, Frederick Anderson at number four, UC Soros at number three, Jacob Markstrom at two, and Igor Shisterkin, uh number three in our heart, number one in our Vezina. Um, I, I mean, I got to go to you, man. I got to defer to you on this. Are you, are you not happy about this?
0: Well, I'm, I'm going to start off by saying that Given the news today, and we're recording this on Wednesday, given the news on Uzi Soros, does that automatically eliminate him from this list? No. Uh, Hell
1: no, you can't do
0: that. Just because a guy got hurt at the
1: end of the year. You can't I you mean, get,
0: what are
1: you, you are you are pulling at strings to get uh, your boy on here? No, I, I I'll day. be
0: honest. I mean, the 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 lightning fan <laughs> in me says, well, you know, I he should be up. He should be on 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 this list every single year. Having uh-huh. said that, he has not played up to Vezina's standards. If you compare how he's played against these other guys, especially, and and, and some people might think that yeah, Igor Shisterkin and, uh is a is a no doubter. But I mean, Jacob Markstrom, I think, should be one on this list. Jacob Markstrom really, really? has, I think, other than Johnny Grudeau and and a, a, a bunch of the other players on the Calgary Flames, I think. Uh, Calgary is not where they are if if you kind of have if if you switch the goalie situations that and, and perfect example here if you switch the goalie situations between Edmonton and Calgary I think that Calgary would be probably not in a playoff position yeah they have a very potent offense they got off to a hot start in the beginning of the year but if you have a goaltender that can't stop pucks I mean that all goes to not if you're you know if you're mm. scoring seven goals that's great but if you give up eight then you know uh, by by the laws of, of the game of sp- uh, hockey, you know, you lose. So um, I, I think Jacob Markstrom, I, I think he's really more deserving of this. Not saying that Igor Shostakhin doesn't deserve. I mean, Igor Shostakhin's probably going to win five of these before his career is over, if not more. Um,
1: um, what? Would so have... <clears throat> when you say Vasilevsky is not up to, you know. He's, looked, he's
0: looked, yeah. in In, in past years he he's been head and shoulders above everybody may not have mm-hmm. always been awarded for it. Obviously the last couple of years, which is com- a complete travesty and a whole nother episode to discuss, but really what it comes down to it, he's looked mortal this year. And I've spoken about it a lot on my show saying, "Yes, that's really true. what it, what it, what it comes down to this year is that it's just been mental and physical fatigue, uh, fatigue where you have two straight cup runs. Uh, one of them is in the bubble. Uh, up in Canada, we all know how taxing that was mentally and physically on these players, and then that the the frequency of last year's schedule, and then you're being asked to to play an 82 game season for the first time in in three years, and on top of that, and, and no fault to his own, John Cooper, who loves to throw Vasilevsky out there. If it was physically impossible if it was physically possible, he'd be out there for all 82 games. Uh, Vasilevsky has this year. Only for the second time in his career, played fifty or more games, and you could see that he's been moving around sluggish. It happens, um, you know. You you want to go out there and throw him out there, thinking he's going to throw a shutout on every given night. But like I said, he is. He's kind of his his play is has kind of faltered. But um, you know what? That's 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 the that's the price you pay for two <laughs> cup runs. How old is he? Twenty seven.
1: Oh, okay.
0: I don't want, I don't want to hear it. <laughs> he, he's a young he's a young
1: buck no it, it, it it's it's taxing man it, it is taxing to do that so <clears throat> um who else we got in here yeah i, I kind of feel like for most of the season it was like shisterkin and and anderson like one and two uh kind of like battling it out um i'm i'm surprised Saros is in there at three i and i really like uc Saros. i do like i like him and i shouldn't Right. Um, because he's going to be, you know, a thorn in my side for the next decade plus. Have fun being in the same division. Yeah, it's going to suck. <laughs> um, but I, I, I feel like, you know, maybe because you know, Frederick Anderson had, I don't know, he, he's missed some time with injuries. He's injured yeah. now. Maybe that drops him a little bit. But um, <clears throat> early in the season, yeah, it was the Shosturkin and Anderson show. So um, we'll see where it goes. I kind of just feel like. You feel like the heart and the Vesna are kind of like wrapped up. You do. You you, you feel like the, the I do anyway. I know you're you're, yeah. you're 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 putting your money on on Markstrom. Um and you won't be wrong, but I just feel like you know, Schusterken has had that under hit lock and key for most of the season and I don't think he's done anything to lose it. That that's right. the other part of it. Well, Markstrom is going to be up there, but Schusterken hasn't played poorly enough to really lose the grip on that number one spot
0: now here's my my question towards you uh because mm. you did make a point that it's locked up but really what i did want to ask you was uh because i'm not i'm not too convinced that you know i'm not saying that he hasn't had a good season tristan jari 34 and 18 and and six on the season with a save percentage of 919 but if you look at some the one player that I was kind of surprised that he wasn't on the list, and it might have been just because he hasn't played as many games, but who and actually only three three less games, and that is Sergey Brabovsky. I mean, he's had pretty much almost an identical season. Do you think maybe he's not getting as much love just because of the uh sort of the more uh liberal system that they have down there in Florida of playing two goalies? Hmm. And this, uh, yeah. po- th- and this goes back to the whole point and this goes back to the whole point you and I always talk about with the two goalie system. Do you think in the future with the two goalie system taking over the NHL more and more? You see it more and more on the league. Do you think guys are going to be looked at differently and assessed differently when it comes to Vezina?
1: It might be because I think, you know, it, it's I think goalies are going to get accustomed to that. So the 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 era of riding that one goalie for much more than you normally do is kind of over. It's kind it's kind of like pitchers in baseball, man. Like we coddle the pitchers, you know, you get you get to the 6th inning and if you're at 80 pitches, we're pulling you. You know, we're not going to so it, it, and that that's an extreme. I'm not saying like it, it's mm-hmm. that bad in the NHL, but teams and coaches are very cognizant of if they are overplaying their goalies and you're not seeing these long stretches that goalies are playing game after game, after game, after game, they're getting a little bit, I mean, just a one game reprieve is all that they need. Yeah. Um, so I think because that's the way it's going, I think voting is just going to fall in line with that. It's just because almost every team is going to be doing that. It's kind of just going to find its way into the voting for the Vesna.
0: Yeah, so, I think I, we'll ag- see. I agree. And, and one we'll last see. goaltender, I just want to <laughs> talk about real quick. Cause I feel he was left off, uh, um. Is Thatcher Demko another guy that you're going to have to deal with for uh, the foreseeable future? I think. I mean, he has the second, the the third most start games played out of any goaltender in the league. And if you look at his numbers, not that much different than Soros, not that much different than Vasilevsky or Jari. Um, I think it also comes down, and, and you know, I'm sure there's other people outside of the Lockdown NHL host that kind of. Are looking at this like Thatcher your Demko. I mean, but his team is not even in the thick of it uh, mm-hmm. anymore. Um, you know, I well, I, and you know another
1: guy who's going to be in this mix very soon uh, is Jake Ottinger.
0: Yeah, on, on, I, uh, I, I mean, we've spoken about it on the last it, couple episodes. How fantastic he's played. Yeah so i mean we we tout
1: the all these like new defensemen that are coming into the league and how great they are and that's true the goalie situation man it's gonna the nhl is in good hands when it comes to to their
0: young goalies they really are so And and yeah especially to the people who who are upset about some of the high scoring games that we've seen this year uh you're going to you're going to want you're going to wish for high scoring games in a couple of years where we're going to see a <laughs> lot of 2-1 1-0 so? game. Oh, absolutely, man.
1: Okay, yeah, we will see. another dead puck era maybe, just in mm-hmm. a different way. They're going to have to they right. to
0: stretch the ice to 300 feet at that
1: point. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they, they could do international uh Ice rink, who knows? All right, so one more to go, but we're first going to hear from BetOnline and BetOnline.net, your number one source for all of your betting stats and sports info. Find all of the latest sports developments, league reviews, and news, including this year's basketball playoffs and the start of Major League Baseball season. BetOnline is your continued source for all of your sporting and wagering information from live betting to the playoffs, to esports, and more. Head to the website today and use your mobile device to so learn more about the trends and the action, it's betonline.net, where the game starts. All right, sir. So, uh,
0: I, I mean, I feel like we saved the best for last, I think. Oh, 100%. Uh, I think not you and I agree with that. <laughs> you and I are big-time uh, enthusiasts when it comes to defensemen. And <clears throat> yeah. Where, so, the, I mean, yeah.
1: the, the thing is, like, it, it's – it's the two headed monster right now. Yeah. People are like, it's Kale McCarr. It's Roman Yossi. And you still have your boy, Hedman. Hedman's like Vasilevsky. He's going to be in it all the time. Yeah. <laughs> um, but this year, it is boiling down. You have to think it's between McCarr and Yossi. And depending on who you talk to, outside of the allegiances, you know, outside of my allegiance, you know, where I'm going to go. You yeah. know, the locked on, on, uh, uh, Predators, guys, you know where they're going to go. Outside of that, it's a good discussion to have. But as far as Locked On NHL hosts go, if you're watching on YouTube, there you go. Kale McCarr wins this thing. So he is number one. Roman Yossi, number two. Hedman, number three. uh, Adam Fox, number four. Charlie McAvoy, number five. Aaron Eckblad, number six. Morgan Riley, number seven. Chris Letang, number eight. John Carlson, number nine. Which I think is insanely low, um, and Tony D'Angelo finds his way on there at number ten. Um, <clears throat> where, where who do you got number one? I mean, outside of of Headman, I don't I don't want to hear Headman from you. So
0: <laughs> no, I don't. I surprising enough um, with Victor Headman, he's played with a ton of injuries. So the fact that you know maybe his numbers might not look as good or up to par as what we expect out of him. I mean, it's been a very successful season for him. But, yeah, I don't uh, think he's a Norris Trophy winner by any <laughs> means. I just think that a lot of it has to do with the way the league is changing and shifting towards how we view success for defensemen. And you and I have spoken about this in the past where uh, a couple of years ago, perfect example, Roman Yossi won the Norris Trophy in uh, and, and, and you know, there was talk at that time that John Carlson was going to win it because, and the big argument at the time was, well, he has the most points out of any defenseman. And, and I, to this day, I, I'm a big advocate. Just if, if that's the case, just make a Pete or uh, Bobby or Bobby or award at this point for the best. I like that defenseman. But yeah, um, I, I just think that, you know, I have a little bit of a sour taste in my mouth. This goes back to my buy, bi- my, this might be a little biased, but. Uh, from the Roman Yossi winning a couple of years ago, because a lot of people, you know, it was more so of a career achievement. And, and Victor Hedman should have really, in actuality, won it that season. So, you know, I'm a little sour on him being number two. But if you look at this 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 list, I, I don't have a problem with it really, though. Cal McCarr, I think, is one of the most talented defensemen in the league. And a huge part as to why the, your abs are where they are. Um, huge. I, I mean, yeah. we've, we've spoken about it. Just how many times, and I'm sure like count every episode for Locked on Avalanche, where his ability to, to defend and, and throw the body, but also just race down the ice and just kind of put the offensive attack on his shoulders is just, it's insane. It's yes. really insane. Uh, <laughs> it and, really and, is. <clears throat> and yeah, I, I, I would be shocked if anybody else wins it but him. I don't like, I, I, Will
1: hold out hope until it actually happens. I, I kind of just feel like it's one of those things where people have the mindset of like he he has so much time to go win multiple ones of these. We're gonna give it to Yosi because he's having a great offensive year. Yeah, and in my mind, that's not the trophy. You know what I mean? No. Like, and you know, earlier we we started with the heart, and Yosi is above Makar in ranking the heart. I'm okay with that. I'm genuinely okay with that. I'm not okay with – if you ask somebody, like, why would you put Romagnosi on top of the list for the Norris? And if their only argument is just look at the points he has, that's a weak argument because that's not the trophy. It's part of it. You You know, defensemen are there to do multiple things. Yes, scoring is one of them. It's not the only thing. And that's the only thing you are pointing to when it comes to Roman Yossi in this season. It's a cr- incredible season that he's having. I am not taking away that from them at all. But when it comes to defense, and by the way, Kale McCarr is like five points behind him. So yeah. it's not like Yossi is running away with this thing. Like he's 20 points ahead of McCarr. And McCarr has played in less games than Yossi too, oh, by the way. But when you look at defense... There's no question, Kale McCarr is a better defenseman and playing defense than Roman Yossi. So when you include all of all of that, everything of what the Norris Trophy is about, it, I, I, that's why I give it to Kale McCarr. And I want to say running away. And I know there's yeah. going to be a lot of people that still hang their hat on the the career year that Yossi's having. And when it comes to the points, great. That's why we need that other. Award like Adams talking about.
0: Yeah, absolutely, and I, I 100% agree with you. And I just want to take a just take a moment to, to break some news real quick. Uh, oh Arizona erased a three goal deficit tonight to tie things up against Dallas with a three forty seven left in the third. What are you What are you doing, Dallas? And what are you chi- doing? And Chicago and Vegas are in OT right now. Probably going to go to a yeah. shootout with twenty three seconds left. So, uh, <laughs> I don't know what Dallas is doing. I mean, if Dallas at least if Dallas goes to overtime, that's
1: it. Like all they need is a single point.
0: Yeah. So, um, from my why why anyway, I'm pretty sure. But, but I just I mean, don't get it. I, I mean, they've had two chances now to, to the door. One of which was up. against Vegas. And... You were up
1: three to nothing on Arizona, yeah. on home ice. Nobody deserves that that <laughs> second wild card spot. Just let the Avalanche go
0: into the second round. Where they have problems anyway. Are uh, are you proposing a first round buy for for number ooh, one seeds in the playoffs? I know,
1: I know. I didn't say it. I didn't
0: say it. <laughs> um, but there you go. I know
1: that that's the one that's going to get a lot of uh, publicity. Is is the Nor? It's almost like I think like it's almost like the Norris is is mo- is more sought after in terms of like that. That's the race to watch is yeah. the Norris. You know, we were talking about the heart. We were talking about the Vesna. Kind of feel like those are going in a specific direction. I think the Norris is up for grabs. Um, I don't feel like it should be, but it is. I will admit I, that it is.
0: I always feel like it is though, because I feel like we every year, unless it's a clear runaway, I think ever since like Nicholas Lindstrom was in the league, I ever since then it, it seems like we whoever ends up winning, it's never who we actually expected. It always seems like the front runner, except for maybe last year with Adam Fox. Yeah. Um, it, it's never who you really thought. I mean, I mean, I, like I said, I don't want to sound biased, but I, if you look at the winners from the last couple of years, since 2018, I think the case could be made. Two of those could go to Victor Hedman. Uh, sure. But, but you know, that's just me being the lightning guy. Yeah. <laughs> well, we all know PK Subban's going to win it. So, <laughs> <laughs> really not, uh, right. not a really not true daddy or. You know, any of those other guys with those great uh, or Keith Yandel with that great plus minus he's carried this (laughs) year.
1: See that. Yeah, that that's where it's going to go is the Yandel route. Uh, But whatever. Um, All right, everybody, that's going to wrap it up for today. We're going to go watch the ends of this game. These games up here, right? now Cause uh, it's getting exciting. So um, that's going to wrap it up. So I don't know what we're going to do next week. It's going to be playoff time. So we're probably just going to discuss playoffs. So, Thank you for tuning in for these Thursdays and, uh, this, you know, year long power ranking thing that we've done. It's been fun. Uh, but next week is going to be focusing in on NHL playoffs because that's the best time of the year. So uh until then go check out mr adam
0: denker danky dank and his uh, mixtape number 48
1: i think is out right now on the shelves
0: yeah yeah uh, and just a little shout out to everybody if you're going to the lightning islanders game this uh tomorrow which we're dropping this tomorrow so it'd be friday uh, give us a shout. I'll be in the building if you want to take some pics, sign some mixtapes for you. I'll do that. So go ahead and do that. Nice. <laughs> All right, everybody. Uh, thanks for tuning in. And, again, thanks for
1: uh, tuning in on Thursdays and uh, going on this power ranking journey with us. And we yeah. do the same thing next year. So uh, enjoy the playoffs. We'll be back next week to talk about them. All right, everyone. Have a good night.